You're listening to Eye on the Ball with Steve Rivera. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Eye on the Ball. I'm your host, Steve Rivera, and you're listening to 1030 The Voice. Welcome to Friday. Been a long week. Uh, I think I had Monday off. I'm not too sure. It was a long week. Tom, how are you? I haven't seen you in a week. You must be very happy to see me. I am. I was looking forward to it. Are I was you? even anxious when you hadn't gotten here by when I thought you should be here and uh, asking everybody, where's Steve? Where's Steve? <laughs> <laughs> and then you were at the back door. If you're only... 50, uh, if you're already a tall blonde and then female and about 45, that'd be great. You'd have been, you'd have been ahead <laughs> I mean, you of time. earlier. You'd have been early. <laughs> I would have been early, yes. Uh, hey, good to see you. Uh, sports day today. I'm going to have Javier Morales of AllSportsTucson.com talking sports about 6.30 where he's going to call in and we'll talk about uh, things going on. You know, everyone talks about sports and people say, well, what do you have to talk about? Well, there's nothing really going on to be said, but I'm not really a sports talk show. In terms of sports, I'm more of a uh, more of a storyteller type of guy. So we're going to talk sports uh, in terms of storytellers, um, talking sports. And there's a lot of things going on at the high school level in terms of uh, people signing uh, to get to the next level, play college. A lot of that going out from Pima to high schools and things like that. So we'll get the uh, update from him. He's doing a lot of that for the website. And uh, UA, uh, we could talk about this a little, uh, Tom, in, in this half hour. Uh, UA might be signing some uh, foreign kids here the next day or so. At least that's what I'm told. Basketball. Basketball. So the recruiting class will get a little bit stronger. They have two or three coming in now. They have like four left to give because of all the freshmen leaving. Uh, so they're going to they're gonna get some guys. They're going to get some guys. All the buzz this week was ASU getting players, Stanford getting players, uh, and then Arizona's going, well, woe is me, woe is me. Don't, don't worry about Arizona. What's that? Don't worry about Virginia. Yes, there is a Santa Claus. Don't worry about Arizona. They'll be fine. Sean will be fine. But you mentioned ASU. You know, you got to hand it to Bobby Hurley. He's uh, putting together, or he has put it oh, together, sure. some pretty good teams. And it looks like this incoming uh, class is going to be uh, a pretty good team. Yeah, no question. Um, and it should be a good thing for the what was once uh I don't even once was. It was never a rivalry. When Arizona and Lute was here, they Lute would just beat them. All the time, but it was always fun when they got together, you know, on home to home visits. Uh, yeah, sh- <laughs> sure, sure, sure. A lot of a lot of smack talking. <laughs> uh, I was going to say push that button. I might be uh, saying something I shouldn't say. Uh, but ASU has kind of held their own lately. In the last game, we all know they were down by twenty two or whatever it was, and Vincent pulled it off in the second half. So that should have never happened. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many people think that? <laughs> that was kind of any the... word on if Remy uh, Martin is coming back? No, I don't still care. no word, and I still don't care. <laughs> well, okay. I still don't care. That's not my. That's not my jurisdiction. <laughs> uh, I worry about the team that he has now. So you were gone. You were gone. I hadn't seen you since the the kids uh, announced for the NBA. You know, Green and uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the the triplets. They've the triplets. all they've all gone. They're all gone. <laughs> you you weren't shocked, were you? 
No, I was just wondering when it was going to happen and was wondering, and I even asked you a couple of times, uh, why were they taking so long? Uh, Zeke Naji announced right away, or, or earliest. earlier yes. earlier than the other two. Yes, yes. No, no, no. Every, be patient, young man. Snatch the pillow from my hand. Everybody <laughs> well, thank has, you for that, Steve. He, every, call, everybody, he called me a young man. <laughs> everybody has their own uh, timeline, and it wasn't surprising to me. Uh, he figured Mannion would go first, and then Green would go second. Uh, they're not coming back, so Arizona has, uh, Sean has need to uh, needs to go out and recruit some people. I, I have a feeling he'll have a signing here in the next, or a commitment to a signing here uh, from a foreign player anytime now in the next few days. And he's got a couple of guys uh, in his sights that uh, he's hoping for, and uh, I don't know what to expect from them. Do Do you have any ideas what what they're going to do? Do you what? Sorry, that again. There's a, at least a couple of players that look like they might be pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you see them more in highlights? I haven't even seen any highlights. I yeah. just see their names yeah, uh, no. thrown out there. Uh, it, well, like I say in highlights, have you ever seen a guy miss a layup in highlights? Probably not. Yeah, but have you ever seen a guy <laughs> not jump well in highlights? They're, they're always going to be and, fine. And, and, and at least get that uh, uh, jam from beyond the top of the key. The jam. A la Jordan. Oh, yeah. No, no. What they need to learn how to do is shoot. <laughs> the, the, the only thing that this team needed was learn how to shoot because they were horrible shooting. And listen, hasn't that been the story pretty much for the last three or four seasons? Um, shooting, defense, dribbling, passing. Well, but, that's about but, right. but shooting in particular, especially what we've been expecting because of what we are being told before the season that hey, we've got a couple of uh, good uh, three-point shooters coming in. Yeah, oh, yeah, where are they? We never saw them. True, true, uh, <laughs> but uh, last time I checked, they're playing against a team that wants to prevent them from shooting well. That's always a factor. <laughs> that's always a factor. Yes, that's, I know, but they've got to overcome that. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, let me, I'm writing this stuff down. Just, you know, it's, <laughs> I know teams have to overcome other teams' defense. Yes. Yes. Well, I, isn't that what's posted on the locker room so, wall? So I was on, a, I was uh, communicating with another uh, media guy that uh, people know, people know locally. And uh, he, he was, I don't know if he was cautiously optimistic that they were going to do well after the Pac 12 tournament. Uh, what would you thought Arizona would have done had they finished? If they gotten into the NCAA? Yeah. Be realistic. Don't be that fan. Take they might fans. have gotten past the first round, but I wouldn't have been surprised if they didn't. Yeah. Okay. So that's realistic. I would say they'd be good enough to win the first round, but after that. After that, I think yeah. they would have had a tough time. Yeah. S- since January, just didn't look good. Didn't feel good. They didn't just didn't good. seem to be gelling. We kept waiting for them to come together. We kept waiting for somebody to take the lead as the floor leader and the floor captain. And, and it just never happened. It just never happened. No, no, no. It happened more in the early couple months. And then it kind of went to kaput in the late December month. And then it was over. Yeah. I don't know. Could you figure it out? What, mm, what was going on there? I have my theories. I think I may have said. I mean, you're before. something of a, of a self-made sports psychologist. Yeah. I, I thought that maybe Sean kind of took control of the team and kind of didn't let him play as much. He'll, he'll deny that, but I, this is my view. Uh, and they kind of tightened Did up. that show the team or let, did you think that maybe the team felt he didn't have confidence in them? Yeah. Without question. And that took away their confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I like that. I can. I think that too. 
Yes. Oh, do you? Okay. Yes. Yeah, I think okay. the way, I, on this point, I think the way you well, do. Wow, one time together, and <laughs> wow, we think alike. i got to change my view, I think. I I'm, try, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get next to him, folks. I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> hey, hear hey, him groveling. You if you're going to get next to me, make it six feet, and that's as close as you're going <laughs> to yeah, get. Well, so. we're more than, what are we, about 12 feet But anyway? we also have yeah. a big glass in front of us. <laughs> and, and yeah, we got the glass window, Put on too. your mask, too. I, you know, I've been wearing my mask now. I've never looked better. Yeah, I was uh, looking for my Howard the Duck bill uh, oh, mask. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but I couldn't find it. Cool. I've, I've, um, <laughs> more women are saying hi to me now that I have my mask on. I have oh. My, my face covered. <laughs> it must be your eyes. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, hey, let's take a quick break here and come back on the other side. Here on 1030 The Voice. We'll come back after this. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm your host, Steve Rivera. Thomas, uh, let me ask you a quick question, an honest question. I want a response from you. Yes, sir. You think uh, that we're going to have college football season this year and maybe basketball season? Well, I'll tell you what. If the big five conferences or the major conferences have anything to say about it, yes, there's going to be some kind of a college football season. Probably, maybe abbreviated something. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I there's agree with too that. much money involved. Well, there's money, but there's also saving face or making sure everybody's um, uh, going to be healthy. Uh, you can't guarantee that. You have to make sure that the kids are back on campus. How can you play in, on a campus where there's no kids going to school? Makes me wonder, what is the contract that the SEC has with ESPN, for example? How is that written up? Will the SEC get their money regardless? Uh, that's a good question. I, I, I'm curious. I'm curious. I know this is a dumb question, and I probably know the answer to this. But if you're a coach and you're not coaching, are you going to get paid three million dollars a year? Yeah. And then that well then that brings up other questions about the athletic programs at various universities. What is it what how does it affect the or impact their scholarships? The players? The player scholarships, athletics. That, well that's, scholarships. that's that's a great question. I haven't even thought of that because our, our we already know that the seniors are coming back this year. The ones that played in the spring. Are they, yeah, but how, yeah, are, are they uni, universities and I'm just going to no, no, put, no. put them all it, under the it, same it, it's umbrella? It's a great question. It's a great question because you're here to play and learn and you're not playing or learning. And if the money's not there, how can the school offer scholarships that are not funded? There's hey, no funding for. It's a great... Uh, it's a great um, and if you want to extend that out, how is it going to affect the other athletic programs on the universities? Uh and, and particularly here in Arizona, how about our softball program? How about our baseball program? We all know that. You saw, and we talked about this before the show started, uh, the school is probably going to have a number of layoffs or furloughs, a lot of pay cuts, things like that. Um, we'll see if uh, Mr. Miller, Sean Miller, will take a cut and uh, someone take a cut. They make close to $3 million a year um, over time. And uh, we'll see, uh, the, the administration has already, uh, but they laid out a plan, what, over $50,000, 50,000 workers, $50,000 from there, 5%, and it goes increasingly high for 200000 You know, something just flashed in my mind when you mentioned Miller taking a cut in his pay. What if he said to the university, I'll cut my pay X number of dollars if you put that into the scholarship fund? Uh, I wouldn't you. <laughs> would, yeah, would you take that? Wouldn't you for the U of A? 
Well, I mean, uh, he that way he's ensuring that he can get his scholarship players that he wants. I'll, at least the money will be there for them. If, if in fact, the scholarship fund is going to be impacted by all of this. I'm, I'm making a lot of su- I, suppositions here. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. It's hard to go there because... Uh, we'll we'll see. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, they need to find a way. Uh, you know, your question about what's going to happen if there's no school or no games, what happens to the scholarships that these guys have left? I mean, will they be able to use them again later on? Um, wow. Or they might be said told to, well, you're, you're on scholarship. You got to be on campus and go to class. They might tell them that, even if you're not playing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, and that's 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 a that's a priority. I mean, that's yeah. that is the priority. Yeah. But I was listening to Bob Costas earlier today when I was going to go get some food. Uh, he talked. They asked him, "Do you think it's going to happen?" He says, "No, I don't think it's going to happen. Football or basketball. And how can you play sports when there's no students in going to school? Isn't that another point? Uh, they're not in school. And there's been talk about having basketball games with nobody in the stands, but." <laughs> How many people are going to go along with that? No, I know. I know. I asked this of Tom yesterday or the day before. So you have, uh, let's get. Let's say they get clearance here. It's mid-April. Uh, we get clearance, total clearance, in two months, Tom. You're an older man. You're an older man. You're my mom's age, if not older. Probably uh, older. You, you're, you're susceptible to the situation more than most, right? Well, age-wise. Age-wise. And they get a couple of free tickets to go with great seats to the game in two or three months. You going to go to that game? I'll get my hazmat suit and be there. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know well, yeah. I, what what are the stipulations they're going to have. Gonna are they going to make game. you wear masks and gloves no, to go? Well, yeah, you're putting you're putting <laughs> facts into the situation. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. So would you go though? Would you go? Let's assume for a second, but you know that it's going to be, or you they're telling you that it's going to be safe to go. Well, if they feel. It, like there have to be precautions in place, and if I abide by their precautions, I I wouldn't have a problem with that. Are you saying that we're talking about going back to the way it used to be, where we're sitting side by side, yes. and mm-hmm. sharing popcorn? At some point, we have to. <laughs> maybe it's not two months, not three months, maybe not. But in fact, someone said this today. I maybe it was Costas. I can't remember. Uh, I don't know where else I would have gotten it. Uh, maybe in the morning where they don't think that sports is going to return until 2021, calendar year of 2021. So it could be summer 21 well, or fall 21. Whenever, whenever. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, but that would wipe out football, volleyball, basketball. It would, yeah, it would, yeah, it would wipe out the next uh, basketball mm-hmm. and football season mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. I mean, it's all speculation, of course. I'm not a health guy. Uh, you saw that they're opening up the beaches in Florida. Yeah, as they say in in my in my broken Spanish, que le vaya bien, which means that 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 decision <laughs> buyer is beware, good, buyer beware, pretty much <laughs> yes, no, that, exactly. That's a good uh, translation. Buyer beware, and good luck if that works out for you. If it doesn't, well, you know the consequences. Well, there's something to be said about being on a beach. I mean, you're in the open air, you can space yourself from other people uh, as. You know, by yards, if you want to, you don't have to be next to other people. There's usually a lot of room on the beach. Sure, no, I get it. I get it. You go to the beach. Uh, you have fun over there. I'll be fun over here. We'll have a picnic, but <laughs> yeah. you stay over there. Yeah, no splashing water on people. No, yeah, yeah, that's out. Yeah, yeah. If there's sharks, <laughs> you're probably better off with the sharks. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, don't go in the water. Right, right, right. <laughs> hey, uh, I saw that the NBA is going to start withholding checks from the players beginning of next month. Oh, really? So they won't be getting their millions or percentage of their millions beginning next month. What will the NBA players have to do? Well, they'll have to stay in their mansions and play their video games on their big screens and lay out by the pool, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> what, yeah, would, what would you do? If I made $200,000 a year, I mean $200,000 a month. Yeah, wow. I mean, that's probably even being Gosh, small. I don't think Hollywood movie stars made that much in the heyday of Hollywood. Yeah, of course not at the time. It's like, uh, well, wow. okay, what would I do if I didn't make $200,000 a month? You know, you know that's going to be a situation where people are going to say I'm broke. Or they make tons. that was that's that's hard for me to get my head around. I'm worried about if I'm going to get my two hundred thousand dollars this month or not because it's going to be a hardship, hardship for right. me. <laughs> right? No, no, I get it. Hey, if I made two hundred thousand dollars a month, if I made two hundred thousand dollars a year, well, I guess if, if, I, made I guess if you've gotten years, used to living on it and well, sure, and you're and you you spend all of that every month, I guess you're going to need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, poor people. So, so let me ask you something. You're whatever age you are. I don't. I don't I'm. I, this is a dumb question, but I'm good with dumb questions. I'm in my 70s. You're in your 70s. Yeah. Uh, this is easily the worst thing that's happened in America in your lifetime? Oh, sure. Yeah. What would be number two? Well, for me, probably the um, recession we had in uh, 2008, 2009. Oh, the, the, the crash? Yeah, because the, yeah, it hurt my uh, IRA oh, so yeah. badly. Right, you know, right. That, that, but other than that, uh, right. I I don't remember being affected by the Spanish flu. That was in before even I was born. Oh so yeah, okay. Well, of course, can't, you can't, can't can't blame anything on that. <laughs> right, 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 right. So after that, we've had what N one I uh, the N uh, one flus. We've had SARS, mm-hmm. um, all that stuff. I I I got the N one A one, or is that? Am I saying it right? It's it's N one something. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had that flu a couple of times, and it laid me up five days, seven days, one time. How old were you? Uh, I was in my fifties, twenties, thirties. Oh, way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, when it first came around. Oh, uh, okay. So when would I? When would that have been? My thirties, maybe my thirties. So you were a young man, and you were able to fend it off. Yeah, I just had to deal with it. I had to put up with it, you know. Yeah, it's funny because I got sick pretty badly here in February, early February. I don't know if you remember. I oh, took, yeah, I know. And I was wondering because I had all, you know, they gave me all that preventive stuff and I just got sick. Did you figure out what it was? No, it was, just, it was not pneumonia. They took all those tests. It was not pneumonia. I was just down for like a week. And you know how us men get when we're down for like a week. Yeah. We, you know, big little babies. Yeah, especially when there's nobody around to take care of you. <laughs> I, 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 I'm pretty good at doing that. Uh, well, yeah, and that's the way it is with me. When I get sick, I got to take care of myself. So yeah. that's just the way it is. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Being alone is not bad. Let me tell you something. It's not alone. Well, I get no, to watch whatever I want no to when I want to do. on the TV. <laughs> right. No one tells you what to do and when to do it. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I'll get my own orange juice. Leave me alone. <laughs> Hey, uh, we've got about a minute left here. I know we're kind of just rambling here on a Friday. But uh, did you know the WNBA went under uh, draft today? The NBA draft? I didn't know that. I know that the NFL is supposed to be doing a t- some sort of teleconferencing draft where everybody's going to be in their various home stadiums. Right. we got stadiums. about 30 seconds left. So guess who the number one draft pick was? It's going to be? Was. 
What? He's already been picked? He's already been picked, number one. Oh, they are. They've started the draft. The w, yes, well, that shows you I'm behind the ball. Well, was it Tua? No, no, no. The quarterback women, from women, Alabama. Women, women, women. Oh, we were talking about NBA, WNBA. W, yeah. Was uh, they didn't pick Ari, did they? No, she's coming back to school. Uh, wake you up so here. it had to be the uh, University of Oregon. Right, uh, Inescu. Guard. Yeah, right, right. I, yeah, yeah, Inescu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I just was cruising. You had to wake you up. I wasn't sure if NBA, WNBA, blah, blah, blah. Did, did I look asleep? Yes, you did. <laughs> I guess I'm, I, to just you, I'm always, I always look asleep. Open okay. those eyes there, Tom. <laughs> okay. Hey, let's take a quick break here. Come back with uh, Mr. Motor- Morales here on the other side. Here on Tim 3, The Voice. Hey, welcome back to Wind the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm your host, Steve Rivera. Now on the phone with me, I have Mr. Javier Morales of AllSportsTucson.com. Javier, thanks for joining me. Hey, Steve. You've been a busy man. How are you? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, being a teacher, this is a whole different um, experience than going to the actual schools. This online teaching experience is uh, very tedious, very uh, demanding. you know, there's always uh, every half an hour I have to meet with a new student, so there's no not a lot of breaks. But uh, the important thing is I'm still being able to communicate with most of the students anyway. Yes, yes, and but I also mean that you've been busy still uh, hacking away at the website and doing stories. In fact, you just had a story oh, yes. about an hour or so ago about softball. Tell me more about it. Well, uh, Ivy Davis is, tra- is going to transfer. She put her name in the transfer portal, and uh, Carly Scoopin. A lot of people uh, knew already that she basically will be the first baseman next year for Arizona. She's such a talent coming out of Tucson High. She committed to Arizona when she was like 14 or 13, so she's always had Arizona as her dream school, and she's built herself up and has 44 career home runs. She would have broke the, the state record. I believe it's over 60 this year if the season played out instead of getting canceled. Uh, just a tremendous player. If you, I know with the season cut short, a lot of people didn't get a chance to see her this year, but if you saw her in high school, uh, I saw her for the first time a couple years ago. And I, and the first time I saw her, she was a sophomore and I thought she could be at the U of A at that time with her size anyway. Mm-hmm. No, she's physically yeah. imposing, and you can tell, you can no, tell that yeah. she's got a lot of athletic ability. Exactly. She's she's a pitcher. She actually started out pitching more than than, uh, than playing first base. I think a, a, an arm injury might have uh, derailed that a little bit, and she's just a tremendous defensive player at first base also, a really good glove, good good instincts. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a talented hitter, uh, in addition to being a power hitter. Um, so you, I think you had a chance to talk to some of the uh, w- women's uh, team this week, um, Harper and others. What was the sense of them being able to use that one more year? They're they're excited. They're they're elated. Uh, Jesse Harper, you know, you, you've talked to her. You did a story on her last year. She's she's a happy go lucky personality yes. nothing's going to phase her she 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 could be the uh home run nca home run leader after next season but you wouldn't you wouldn't think about it from just by talking to talking to her she's not uh she doesn't put herself on a pedestal or anything like that she's really easy to to get along with and you could tell why her teammates are so loose around her um it's rare that it, the best like she could be the best player on the team yet she's also like the the player who keeps everybody loose you know that that's that's a good quality to have and uh 
uh, Alyssa Palomino Cardoza was on that too. And she's, she's just a great uh, role model for the younger kids coming in. Cause she's, this will be her sixth year. She's been through two knee, two knee injuries. And, uh, you know, she, she's, this will be her sixth year because she had to sit out her freshman year because of the, the ACA, ACL tear in her left knee. And then after her sophomore, sophomore season, I'm sorry, her right knee, she had an ACL tear and she had to miss the NSA tournament that year. So she's been through a lot and she's going to offer, she's going to be like another coach for Mike Andrea with some of these younger players. Yeah, no question. When I did the story on Harper, she's unassuming mm-hmm. in terms of being a home run hitter. Right. She's got the perfect mechanics and the swing. But what impressed me, because I used to be an infielder, uh, is her glove at short. She's She's got some great instincts. She uh, mm-hmm. plays defense very well, and that's kind of undershadowed her offensive game. Yeah, it's really developed a lot. Uh, I remember Mike Andrea being a little concerned about it when she start, started first playing there, but uh, as, as she's gone on, she's really improved, and yeah, you, you, she. I can remember a couple of plays she made during the postseason last right, year that really right. stood out. So yeah, she's she's uh, she's got everything. She's got the the fielding um, and the, the hitting. Uh, it's just a total package. Yeah, what do you make of uh, Scotty Young leaving? Um, I, you know, people might say good riddance, blah blah blah, but that kind of shows me. I don't know where where Sunland's program's at. Where I know they may not even be a season next year, and I understand that, but yeah. you still have defections going on, and uh, that's concerning, at least to me. I'm not a fan, so it doesn't mean anything to me, but uh, it's concerning. Yeah, I mean, he's one, one of four guys in the secondary that are transferring out of the program. Uh, there's two ways to look at it. it. It could be good for those guys to get out, uh, get something new, get a different opportunity somewhere. Because this, let's face it, this program, this program is is stagnant right now. It's not fun. It's not fun to be around Arizona football right now. And they might see better opportunities elsewhere. They're they're around a whole different coaching staff on the defensive side, so they they never, they weren't recruited by those guys. And uh, it might be in their best interest just to get a year or two somewhere to see how they can flourish. Um, and then on the flip side for Arizona, it might be a good thing too to get some some different players in some key spots and allow the coaching staff to coach them, uh, coach them up. So it might be the best of both worlds, but it shows you how how far behind Arizona is, where they have to make that kind of transition in a, in a coach's third year. Uh, at this time, normally the coach's third third year, you're you're building, you're not you're not repairing, and that's what Arizona is doing. They're repairing instead of building up. Yeah, no question. I asked Tom this uh, earlier. Uh, I'm not sure where you stand, so I'll ask. Do you think that there'll be a football season this year? A uh, college football season? Well, I just I saw the report. Uh, the LA mayor say that there won't be any sporting events till you know 2021. That that wipes out the the USC UCLA football season and and the basketball season. If that's if that's the case, he, he I guess he did modify it by saying that there unless there's a vaccine that's right. found, but. Well, all, all the new stories I read, the, a viable vaccine won't be found until probably early part of next year for this, and that it's going to cause a, a major strain on college uh, colleges. Uh, the financial aspect of it, if there is no college football, that's that's going to cause some sports to be cut. Yeah, no question. And it could bleed into Arizona basketball or college basketball if it's not ready by September. If if, if it's not ready to go play football by September, um, mm-hmm. hey, 
basketball is just right around the corner because they'll be practicing right. and they'll be getting ready for a November start. Yeah, it's it's very it, these next few months when we're getting into July and June, it's it's going to be interesting where everything's at. Uh, if if life isn't somewhat back to normal by then, I I, I would assume that it's going to be very iffy for the cultural ball season to start in September. It might be where it might have to be abbreviated and start in October, um, something like that. Yeah, maybe get have to make sure maybe yeah. get six quick games in, and that, there's your season. Right. Yeah, right, right. it's going to be interesting. So I saw that you did a story on, because you cover Pima pretty heavily, uh, you did a story on uh, J.J. Nakai, I think it was, uh, a couple, two, three days ago. What was her reasoning for leaving Nevada? I, her reasoning from what I read in the Arizona Daily Sun, I, I didn't talk to her personally, but I, I read of some stories on it, is she she wanted to be close to home for her last year. Well, actually, it's going to be her last two years now because she has to sit out. So she that she's from Flagstaff. Uh, she's you know she didn't really get an opportunity of that. I think she started only once and you know averaged around ten minutes a game. Didn't really get a chance to show how good of a player she is. Uh, I remember her at Pima just being unbelievable. Her playmaking ability and shooting ability uh, from the perimeter. And I think at NEU would be a good fit for her. She probably would probably kicking herself she's probably thinking i should have just went to NEU straight from pima but uh she's going to be a good player up there like a hometown hero uh the only thing is she'll have to sit out this next season and then be ready for the following season yeah um there was that and the, the kid uh, the kid that committed to right or no, signed at rice committed or signed at rice today did you see him a couple times and how good was he well he's he, jake leaper he's he's uh he's, he's actually still being recruited, that was a, an offer, but that's his biggest offer because Rice is in the Conference USA. He's he's a kid from Gilbert, I believe, or the Phoenix area. Oh, okay. I thought he it was really a sign. Came out of nowhere. Yeah, no, it was a scholarship offer. I don't know if he's going to get anything better. He might, but um, he's he he really came out out of nowhere this year and averaged like twenty three points a game, really good shooting percentage. Um, he's an all first team All American. Nobody thought he'd be a first team All American. He just came out of nowhere. I only saw him play maybe a couple times, and uh, you know he's he's just a good, uh, sound basketball player, good basketball IQ. Very he's he's athletic; he can get to the rim. Um, so he's he's going to have a good future ahead of him. Brian Peabody and Todd Holthouse have really, you know, produced some D one talent coming out of out of that uh, uh, program. Their programs. Yeah, uh, let's kind of go around the horn now. Uh, sure. New Mexico State has a, that kid from Tucson. He's been unbelievable, uh, one of the best prospects now in the country. Uh, tell me mm-hmm. about him. How, how did how did the locals miss on him, or did he emerge when he got there? T- tell me more. Tell about Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he went he went to your alma mater. I think that's why he went there because he knew you. Yeah, you I got to call him. I got to call him <laughs> and see if they still have the statue of me out there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think he was he was uh he was not heavily recruited out of Sienega High School. Um it's one of those things like you know, the kid that went to Alabama, uh from Tucson High. Yes, just, yes. Yeah, unseen, uh, uh you know, untapped talent and he and he just came on strong at, at uh New Mexico State, uh to be the you know, the national player of the year type of player. He'll be a top five draft pick or at least top ten. And nobody saw that when he came out of Siena. He just developed a, a good swing, a home run swing, and 
uh, he's he's a really good infielder. So uh, he he just applied himself. I know he got a lot of training in Tucson when he was from the younger years, and it just it just blossomed when he got to New Mexico State. Yeah, most uh, of, most most of us blossom when we get there. That's me too. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> isn't that. That's on that's under your statue there, isn't it? Yes, it is. If I could just get the birds from stop pooping on it, I'd be good. <laughs> yeah. But that's good that's good to know about him. I, I didn't really know anything of him until he got there and then he couldn't he was like a hitting machine. Yeah, he's yeah, you know, he's he's uh I talked to him last year after they Arizona played New Mexico State at a high corbett and He's another one of those kids that are unassuming. He he uh, he he didn't think he was going to be. He even he said he didn't think he was going to be this good. But it's just you know putting the, the work in and getting the most out of the chances he's had to to make it that far. And he's he's had some good coaching along the way, um, not only through his high school and New Mexico State coaches, but some of his his youth youth coaches. Uh, he he played under Brian Huey. For baseball's next level, uh, that's in Tucson. They they turn out a ton of Division One uh, and college prospects that are local, uh, just by doing a lot of training and a lot of games outside of their high school season. So it's all coming to fruition for him because of that. Right. Everyone talks about uh, this to me. Well, there's no sports. What are you going to talk about? Well, there's a lot of uh, kids signing. Uh, these days, uh, right. going to a lot of different places. I know you guys, you and your brother, are on top of it. Any surprises? Any because they're almost one a day. Probably the biggest surprise. I know you saw this was Jordan Ganey going to going to Pima, the kid from Cell Point, the son of Justin Ganey. Oh yes, yesterday. Yeah, the day before. So he, yeah, he's not going to relocate college wise to be around his dad. He's going to stay here in Tucson. His dad's going to Marquette to be the associate head coach there. Um, so I was kind of surprised by that. I thought he might go somewhere else, but he's staying at Pima. It's a big get for Brian Peabody because he's a good player. Um, right, right. Do you yeah. know many of the other kids going anywhere on that South Point team that turned out to be very good? Oh, Evan Nelson's going to Harvard. He signed back in the fall. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's, he's probably the yeah, better, the, one of the better ones on the team. Yeah, he's one of the best players in the state. Okay. He came on, yeah, pretty pretty strongly. Uh, but one thing that stood out to me on the signing date yesterday, and Andy covered this, was uh, CDO signing five players uh, on the college at various levels. Um, so that's a big get. That's a big thing for Dustin Peace, the CDO coach. Oh, yeah. So you're talking football specifically? Yeah, they had five players signed to go on to college at different levels and that, that just shows how much Dustin Peace works to get these kids noticed. Yeah. And that's what those high school coaches should do. They should just they should be working really hard to get these kids noticed. Um to send tapes out to call coaches. So I, you could tell that it was a result of him doing that. So how far did they get in the playoffs last year? I can't remember. They got to the playoffs, right? They did. They were they were like one of the top teams in the state and then they ended up losing like two of their last three games. Uh they were they were upset at Casa Grande, uh, I think in the semifinals or the second round. Um, yeah, you know, Casa Grande was a pretty good team. Their their defense coordinator is Randy Robbins, mm-hmm. um, former U of A player. But he he got he got some good uh, traction out of that team. They were they were I think they were ranked in the top three in the state for most of the year, in at the at the four uh, A level. Um, so he's 
and you know, Dustin Peace, he went to the championship, won a state championship with Kadeem Carey back in the day, and right. um, Blake Martinez was on the team. So, yeah, that's he's a, he's a very good coach. Yeah, I think that's it for the high school stuff. There's always things going on. I know you were supposed to be on the on the um, a conference call today with uh, Coach. Um, Coach, tell me, I just lost the name. Adia? Uh, I don't know why I'm getting too old, Adia. but Adia Barnes, yes. I spoke to her yeah. on the show last week. You've talked to her uh-huh. maybe two or three weeks ago. Uh, there's right. probably not a whole lot of news outside of Ari, uh, Ari coming back. Uh, mm-hmm. What would have been asked today? <laughs> what are you cooking? Well, what are you cooking on her, <laughs> on her podcast? Well, you know, you know, you know, you know with Adia, though, you could probably talk to her in like oh, yeah, uh, sure. July and get something newsworthy. But yeah. They, they were going to talk about the recent signing because they had two signings. They had uh, Ben Duyini from in, transfer from Indiana, and uh, the player from Virginia Tech's uh, signed. Uh, I can't. The name doesn't is escaping yes. me right yes. now. Yes, I know. But yeah, she's she, she's. Uh, I'm 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 getting old too. So she's she's a forward type that Arizona really needed um, uh, to to bolster their front line, which is a which is a significant weak, weakness last year. Uh, with their rebounding, they're they're out rebounding a lot in a lot of games. So they they identify needs with their re, with the recruiting and their transfers. So that would have been discussed today. Uh, her roster is very very balanced between guard play and uh, wing play. Some good she can go small or go large now with some of her players where she didn't have that luxury before. So it's it's going to be interesting to see you know if the season is what we hope it is. Um, how they will all come together. You can imagine with Harry McDonald as a point guard that it's going to all come together pretty pretty nicely. Yeah, so are those two transfers eligible right away, or no, they have to sit out? Well, yes, the Virginia Tech player is a, a graduate transfer. Uh, Bendu Yini is, is kind of uh, up in the air. She's, she's a transfer, but uh, she played only six games at Indiana last year, uh, coming off an Achilles tear the, the season before. So they, she can always go to the NCA and say she only played a certain percentage of games last year, and they might give her a break uh, and and let her be eligible, which which would make sense. I mean, she only played six games last year, and minim, minimally too. She didn't start; she played minimal minutes. Yeah, she was coming back from the injury. Right, right. So I would well, assume that she'd be playing. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, thanks for keeping yeah. us up to date. Uh, we're already way over break. See how easy it is to oh. talk to Javier Morales. <laughs> Uh, only sometimes, yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate your time. It was good uh, good information. Uh, we'll talk to you and see you soon. All right. Thanks a lot, Steve. Thanks, Javier. That was Javier thanks Morales of All Sports Tucson, who does a great job on the website. If you haven't liked it, go like All Sports Tucson. In fact, you can see my podcast on the website. Let's take a quick break here, Tom. I know we're running late here on 1030 The Voice. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on uh, 1030 The Voice. I'm your host, Steve Rivera. Uh, I'm not sure where to go with this, Tom, but um, let's kind of maybe talk about UA and the finances. Uh, you saw that uh, this week that he, he said that it's probably going to be about a $7.5 million deficit for this year. Furloughs will take place probably in the, in the situation as well as the school in, in Bacal and in the school. Uh, that's a lot of money. You can't take hits like that and, and, and pretend you're going to be okay. If I... Would you let me read between the lines from what he said? Go ahead. You can ask him. <laughs> Did you mean to tell me this? Go ahead. If it sounds to me like what he's talking about doing is mainly 
with salary structures and personnel, and it may not affect the programs that much if they're not going to be attacking their money. Am I reading it wrong? Yeah, probably not. Uh, they have their budgets for the teams, and we only know we know that two teams make the money: the football program, right, and the basketball program, men's basketball. Yeah, everything else is on a deficit. Uh, so, but get, if you don't have the football revenue such that it is, even when you have small crowds, or we're going to have a small crowds, you probably had to make an adjustment. Basketball has smaller crowds now as well. The the, the fan base is not as big as it used to be because they're not winning as much or handily. Um, so w- w- we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm sure the coaches will have to take a cut somehow, some way. Um, uh, what's so that, that would be encouraging to the fans anyway that the programs will stay intact pretty much. You, you mean t- they won't be eliminated? Yeah, that's what my that's yeah, what yeah. I'm reading yeah, here. True. Yes. If they're going to be going after time in job and uh, salaries, you Trying know, as the adjustments way. rather yeah. than taking money away from the running of the programs. Right, right. Run, oh, you mean re- running as in getting rid of, rid of them? Right, okay, yeah. Okay. Keeping, keeping the programs. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Um, yeah, no, that's the best way to do it. That's right now. Things could get worse and yeah. things could get better. Yeah. Uh, you know, it seems like people are going to start or kind of been almost protesting, open the economy up. And uh, well, from what Robin said in his email about the cuts and changes that they're going to be making, that's effective up until June 30th, the fiscal year. So come next fiscal year, they're going to be looking at a, a no, whole no, no. new budget, I think, aren't I think they? How I read it was 2021. Oh, I thought this was... No, it's, it starts May 11th and goes through 2021. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I, yeah, I didn't, it's 13 I misread months of that. It. Okay. Uh, it's 13 months. That's, that's how I read it. 13 months of this, uh, number of days off, obviously furloughs and, uh, ten, you know, as far as 5% cuts and to 20% cuts, depends on how much money you make. Um, it was funny cause I saw what $20,000, maybe you get a $20,000 pay cut. I, I mean, a 20% pay cuts, which is 40,000. Yeah. And they mentioned, uh, already approved programs are going to be put on hold uh, yeah. and I don't know what that means exactly for basketball or football or baseball or softball but you mean uh, renovations or, or apparently yeah nothing it's, it's money that's been approved yeah. uh, the project's been approved but they're not going to they're holding the money back no I didn't realize in reading some of the stuff today that uh, 40% I think it was 40% it could have been 60 one or the other uh, foreign students come uh, that's kind of their their, that's their base of people, outside tuition coming in, out-of-state out of state kids coming in. Because out-of-state kids don't want to go somewhere where, well, they want to stay closer to home under this situation. Now, there's a situation for you. These kids are coming. Their homes are over in Overseas, other countries, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're going to have to do their stuff online from where? Well, How? That's the whole thing. They're not going to do it. <laughs> they're going to be going to some other community or to their, some other college in their area. So that's another thing. It's, they, they won't be coming here. No, they won't be coming here. It's crazy. Yeah. You want to get rid of me early, don't you? No, I didn't intend to have the <laughs> d- the volume up that loud. No, that's uh, cool. We've got time. We've I'm got old and seconds. feeble, Yes, we got Steve. See, I thought you fell asleep on the wheel there. You didn't. <laughs> no, it, I, it, I heard every word you and Javier <laughs> shared. Come on now. Yes, yes. Well, good to see you, Tom. All right. Well, I look forward to our next meeting a week from today. Uh, a week from today. Thanks, everybody, for listening to me this week. Pretty good shows. Safe for me. Here on 1030 The Voice. Be, have a good weekend. Be safe. Be well. Be well.